Welcome, Ola. What's good? Hey, y'all. Hey, you are tuned in to Circle Up with Amanda Hurd. We only have about two more teaching sessions in this mini series um, titled Suited for Battle. I'm super, super just excited for getting all of this teaching out. Um, it's such a good, good lesson to be able to really coat yourself in the full armor of God. And so you will hear a lot of um, things being repeated about the different pieces of the armor in each and every episode. But it is important that you fine tune your ear to figure out which title or which episode is really the one that you need to pull into your circle so that you can make sure you are fitted and covered tightly and purposefully in the armor of God in that area of your life. And so tonight we are going to be talking about spiritual garments. And this is a very interesting um conversation that I'll be having with you guys because this is actually something that I experienced as I was in the process of preparing the message suited for battle to win the war. And so I'm just excited to share this jewel with you guys. I mean, it is a very heartfelt message for me, prayerfully um, for you all. It will be just that good and that you will be able to really identify yourself in this message and find the spiritual clothing that you need in order to not be in that place. So let's dive right in. Father, it is in the mighty name of Jesus that we come to you, Lord God, just again concerning the full armor of God. It is so important to us, your people, Lord, that we find ourselves wrapped in the full armor of God as we are instructed to, Lord God. We want to make sure that we have on our helmet of salvation, Lord God. We want to make sure that we are walking out in truth. We are making sure that we are fitted with the belt of truth around our waist and the breast plate of righteousness over us that we are walking with our feet in peace and we have the shield of faith everywhere that we go. Father God, I am asking that in this moment, in this space, Lord God, that we understand how important it is for us to know your word, know your word, the importance of your word, understanding that that is the very thing that we use mainly to fight back with. Although the rest of the armor is used to help shield and protect us. It is the word of God that is cutting and slicing and ridding everything that does us no good. So Father, have your way in this message. Have your way in this teaching. Let us be able to really unfold and understand what it is that you have for us in this message. It is in your mighty name that I come to you today and say amen. Amen. Let's get right in, y'all. So, y'all, before we get in, I guess, because I don't know why this is the first thing on my mind. <laughs> it's probably because I'm in the midst of drinking this tea, but I have just started to try tea with creamer again or tea with milk. However, um, well, milk, well, creamer is like a milk. It's like a flavored milk base, I guess. But anyway, you want to put it and y'all, I'm telling you the first round, it was like, mm, it's not that bad. I mean, I guess if you find, you know, the right um, creamers to use, but this time, y'all, go out there and try to use some black tea with some sweet creamer. I'm telling y'all, this is it. The one that I have tried, I mean, 
I want to say, so it was like notes of lavender and I know that sounds yucky, but it's really not. Um, it was like notes of lavender and I don't remember what else was in this tea. It's by uh, Tivana and it's called Earl Grey Cream. It's so, so, so good. Um, and I just mixed it with like a vanilla bean creamer. Like I brewed the tea and then made the vanilla, vanilla bean creamer and let me tell y'all, it is ace coon boom good okay bada beam bada boom good so i just put y'all on to something anyhow let's get into this teaching so spiritual garments oh my gosh first of all amanda why did you decide to name it this because y'all listen it needed a clothing name because it's all about being you know clothing armor but not only that we are about to dive into my spiritual testimony okay so as i was preparing for this teaching or this this sermon to be able to release to the people that God has set in the room oh my gosh he instructed me to go on this fast and in this fast it was like a three it was a complete fast um and in the fast it was I was instructed to go three days three complete days with no food whatsoever so the only thing I can have is water and it was so specific that I couldn't even have like flavored water or you know things inside of my water to kind of help spice up my water a little bit like literally my body was like empty okay so at first when the lord instructed me to go on this fast i ain't gonna lie to y'all you can even rehear this in like if you watched or listened to the sermon itself i told y'all and i'm gonna tell y'all again i thought it was the enemy i was like wait a minute because who is trying to kill me what do you mean I can't have no food? I was literally on my way to Google about to be like, Google, how long can a human live without no food? It was literally that deep for me. But in the midst of me searching up or trying to figure out the ins and outs of this thing, Holy Spirit began to speak to me and he began to give me divine word concerning what I would go through during the process of this three day complete fast. And it just had me so excited on the inside. Now I ain't gonna lie, my flesh was like not ready for all of that because I love food. You don't love food, what's wrong with you? <laughs> no, just kidding. But seriously, I, I was like, wait a minute, now my body was my body wasn't ready for this but my spirit was rejoicing it was so excited to get to a place where i could just be intimate with god on another level and so I remember telling my sisters and telling everybody that was around me that kind of knew about this thing, like, I cannot wait to start this fast. I'm so excited about this fast. And oh my gosh, this fast. I ain't never did this kind of fast before. And I know you're not supposed to be broadcasting and telling everybody about when you're fasting and how you're fasting, but we have a really tight um, knitted circle. And we discuss things like this just because it's so much um, easier for uh, us to hear uh, that other people are experiencing the very same things that we go through. And so it's not to boast. It's not to look look at one another and be like, look what I'm doing and not you. Or look how deep I am and not you. But it's more so for encouragement. And so I was so excited about going on this fast because of the results that would come from it and and simply because of the intimacy that I would get to experience. And so I remember counting down the days and before I knew it, it was it was like hours before the fast would start. And so the day before the fast, I was trying to eat everything 
in my kitchen, literally in some, cause I was even on DoorDash, okay? Like I was like, I need pizza, I need eggs, I need, I, I know they don't go, but I need it. Like I need it all, give me all of the things. And so literally I was trying to stuff my face with everything that I could. And then it seems like halfway through the day, my body just started rejecting food. Like it just didn't want anything. Like I just, I didn't feel full, I didn't feel stuffed, but I just, didn't feel like I can eat. Like I would literally try to put bites of stuff in my mouth and it would just be like, okay, you don't want this. I don't even know why you're trying. But I was trying because simply I was trying to store up. I'm about to go on this three day, you know, vacay from food and <laughs> I'm gonna need something. Like my body, when it start breaking stuff down, it's gonna need something to break down, you know? That's how I was thinking anyway. But my body has started to prepare itself for the fast. And so the last about, I want to say at least six hours before the fast actually started, I had nothing inside of me. And so the next day started and I'm entering into this fast. And during this fast, I was like, okay, it's not that bad. I can do this. You know, it's, it's, it's a little challenging. Like I'm hungry, but I'm okay. And so I would sip my water here, there, and, and not everywhere, literally, because it's so hard for me to drink water. And for some reason, when I'm fasting, it's even harder for me to drink water because it seems like the water just becomes so thick and it's so challenging to swallow. I don't know if any of y'all um, experienced that, but listen, it's not, it's not fun. <laughs> So I'm going throughout this day and I'm hungry, it's all outdoors, but it's still like, you know how you get that hunger pain? It's like I had that hunger pain for a couple of hours and then once that went away, that was that was it. Like I didn't experience that throughout the rest of the fast. It's like my body had to go through that and once it got past that, it was over um, as far as like the hunger pain. Um, and so I was thinking that this is, this okay this is gonna be pretty smooth so journeying on to day two it really started to hit me in different areas my mind started becoming very very foggy and cloudy and my body just started to like ache a little bit but it wasn't horrible it just was very uncomfortable and so in that time I remember getting weak and like being very tired like I would get I would like be drained having no energy and so I didn't I would feel like I wanted to sleep but I thought that if I slept I would be sleeping away the fast and like what what good is that right so I would find myself trying to be in my word finding myself in prayer or simply if I could come up with nothing if I didn't have anything inside of me or nothing to push out I would go on YouTube and I would listen to um, just these different books of prayers and so there was always some bit of of word or scripture or something that I can feed off of or gain always kind of going on throughout the day and so it wasn't until later that night that the the pain became more intense and I remember um I remember that that night it was pretty late and I remember feeling so empty, so hungry, so confused, but I also knew that it was like if I just went in the kitchen and made the slightest bit of food, like literally like a piece of toast, if I went in there and ate a grape, 
if I went in there and had a cracker, like the, it was like the smallest a bit of food I kept thinking about, how it would begin to give me a source of strength that my body was craving for. And as I was dwelling in that thought process, Holy Spirit came and visited me and he was like, this is exactly how the spirit feels whenever you starve the spirit. Everything that you're feeling right now is equivalent to the feeling of how the spirit or what the spirit goes through when you find yourself going days without prayer, days without word, days without entering my presence. See, your spirit needs to feast off of me and my word. Your spirit needs me in order to continue in life. Your spirit is nothing without me. And so it was in that moment that I just kind of got really emotional and I kind of broke down because I thought that was so good. It was so, so good. But I felt so, so bad because I felt like no wonder why when hard times and trials come up, it's so hard for us to fight against our opposition. It's so hard for us to win battles. Because our spirit, it's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual warfare first. We talked about this in some of the episodes or teachings earlier, how it's always a spiritual thing before it's a physical thing. And see, so spiritually, if you have no substance, spiritually, if you have no strength, spiritually, if you're not close in God's strength and his might, then when the battle occurs, you cannot win. You're too weak to win. Pastor Darrell has been talking for weeks, several weeks, about the flesh versus the spirit. Which one's going to win? Which one's going to give in? And he's been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it wasn't really until this moment that I experienced this actual defeat in my flesh that it registered the reason why the spirit struggles to win in these wars over and over again is because how vital it is to feed it, how vital the word is to the spirit, how much of God that is placed into the spirit that gives it all of its necessary strength to carry on is lacked, is lacked. The flesh will easily win over and over again, even if you don't find yourself as one of those people who are feeding it constantly over and over, giving it everything it needs to thrive. It will always be stronger than the spirit when you keep the spirit in a starvation hood, when you keep the spirit in a place of death. In order for the spirit to live, it must thrive in its atmosphere. And its atmosphere is found in the presence of God. If you want your spirit to win, if you want to win the battle in the physical, you must win it in the flesh first. And the flesh only can win when the, when the spirit is winning. When the spirit is fed, it becomes stronger and stronger. The word tells us to taste and see. And when you taste, for some, there's something in that word that is so good that it will give you a desire, a hunger for more, you would, you would begin to want so much more, so much more that you will in a sense almost become greedy over the word. But our problem a lot of the times is we're afraid to taste it. 
Our problem, a lot of the times, is we're afraid to feed it. We're afraid to prepare the meal for it. And so it sits and it, it grows hungry. It gets weaker, it starves, and then it dies. But if only you open up your word and you just get a scripture, get one scripture in, your spirit will hunger for the next one. And as it begins to get stronger, it will begin to hunger for another one. And after it begins to get stronger, it will begin to desire more. And the word alone will not be enough for you anymore. You will want to be in his presence. And once you encounter a moment such as that, it will grow so strong that it will want more. It will want so much more that it will actually cause you to go out and share everything that you've gained. And once that happens, it will begin to create and make more of everything that you've experienced. So now you have become fruitful. And so that's why it's so important that we wrap ourselves in these spiritual garments. We wrap ourselves in these spiritual clothes. We find ourselves wrapped and tucked in Christ. Because that's the only food our spirit can eat. That's the only food that can strengthen and grow our spirit. Our spirit doesn't thrive off of steak and bologna. It doesn't thrive off peanut butter and jelly or cookies and cream. Your spirit thrives from spiritual food. And there's nothing greater for your spirit than to be clothed, wrapped, fed in spiritual ways. So friends, family, listeners, cousins, nieces, nephews, all of those who are circled up with us, be encouraged to strengthen your spirit be encouraged to prepare a feast for your spirit. Be encouraged to get to the table and open up your word. Be encouraged to strengthen your spirit with truth that fights Satan's lies. To strengthen your spirit with righteousness to strengthen your spirit so that it's in a ready position for battle. To clothe your spirit with so much spiritual insight and spiritual wisdom and food that your faith cannot be shaken. Be encouraged to feed your spirit day in and day out so that you will know without doubting that salvation is yours. But most of all, be encouraged that when you find yourself 
feasting off of this spiritual food, that the same way it works for you, it will become the very sword that you need in the midst of battle. The word of God will flow from you and beat the flesh over and over and over again. You will find yourself in prayer, praying on all things, praying for all people, for all situations, being specific just as the word instructs us to. You will find yourself in a place ready for prayer, praying in the spirit at all times. Understand that the battle is yours. And the victory belongs to you when you clothe yourself in spiritual garments. Be blessed, y'all.